Hi, my name is Daphne Thompson and I'm the president at the Prince Rupert and District Chamber of Commerce. Today, with Let's Get Down to Business, we have Halloween from Aria Apparels. Welcome, Halloween. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you for having me. So let's get down to business. Tell me a little bit about how did your business come about? Um, so I used to work at Reitman's um, when it was still open in town. And um, I've always really liked working in the retail industry. Um, and once they kind of closed and things kind of turned down and I saw that there was really kind of a lack of businesses in town for women. So, you know, that kind of inspired me and my husband to kind of start talking about what it would look like if we opened our own business. Very ambitious goals, but yeah. And tell us about what does the, the business do? So we are a female clothing store, um, predominantly. We, we um, sell all sizes, so we're very size inclusive. Small to 3XL is what we go to. Um, we also carry petite sizes, so if you're short and petite, wear your place as well. Um, we also like to carry lots of trendy clothes. We know that um, you know, when you're a larger size woman, it can be very difficult to find something that's kind of, you know, different and not just like a sack on a person. Mm -hmm. So we try to get things in that's very specific to a plus size woman's body type, because we know that when you are larger, you're not just one standard large size. You could be busty, you could carry your weight in your hips, your thighs, you know, we understand that. We totally get it. And we order product just for, you know, every body type to make sure that we are as inclusive as we can be. And that's really important to us because um, a few years ago, I had a really horrible experience with a young lady and, um, this might make me cry a little bit, but it, it does, it upsets me because she had come into our store and we were her last place, like the last place she was able to look. She was a weird size. She couldn't find anything in town. She didn't want to shop online because she is a weird size. And she literally left in tears because she couldn't find anything. And it, 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 it hurt me on such a deep level. And I thought like, I never ever want to see that happen again to anyone. No one in their life should be so frustrated and so demoralized that they can't find something to wear. Like it's so basic, you should be able to find something. So yeah, that but really- as, a, as a woman that even fits our, like it, it touches our security, it touches our self-esteem, it touches, our self everything so exactly hmm. so I love what you said it's um size inclusive I've never heard that for that word that way before so that is that is awesome I love that so how did you guys go about to actually get that done so we um originally our plan was to kind of like do the standard thing get a bank loan and do all of that stuff you know get our business plan and going but um the lady at the the bank that we went to she was like hey maybe you can check out community futures because they help a lot of entrepreneurs and she says that might be a better route for you and i was like okay well i've never heard of community futures really so i was like okay i'll check it out and honestly they they were amazing they were they helped me so much they put me in touch with the right people got everything you know set up i had some coaching to set up a really good business plan 
Um, and, you know, we got the funding to get moving and, you know, I did a lot of um, other research. I had a lot of experience working in retail from Reefman's and I worked at Marks as well. So I had a lot of experience being, you know, the manager of a store and like running the day-to-day -day stuff. But there was other aspects that I was kind of lacking on, like I, marketing and, um, you know, creating a brand was not something I was kind of familiar with. So I knew that that needed some expanding. So I'm glad that they were there to kind of give me that kind of support. So when you say that you guys have an all size inclusive brand, do you specialize in dresses, in, in tops, in bottoms, in underwear, or is it specifically um, like everything for females? <laughs> Um, the only thing we don't carry is shoes, but we carry everything else. So tops, bottoms, we have swimwear, we sell underwear, you know, intimate sleepwear, we have it all. <laughs> and do you, are you the one that goes shops for it? Yes. So I, um, I order all of the stock um, for the store and I usually plan about a month or two months ahead. Um, a lot of big retailers will do um, usually a season at a time. So three months to six months they'll be ordering for. So um, we kind of have an advantage that we don't do that because living in Prince Rupert, the lovely weather we have, it changes on a dime and it could snow tomorrow for all we know. So we're lucky that we can kind of be more adaptive with the weather. If it's warm, we can say, okay, maybe we order some warm, um, some cool, some cooler shorts or something like that. And if it gets colder sooner, then we can order things to accommodate that. So we like, we like being flexible and open to those kind of things. So that's kind of what makes us different than like a big box store. Mm. And so when you and your husband now had this chat about now, let, let's see what this would look like for us. Tell me a little bit, how did that go about? Like, how did that conversation go? And what was that moment that you guys went, I'm doing this? So my husband is a, is, is a skeptic. So he's never 100% on board with anything. I'm the one so, with all the crazy ideas. So what I'm hearing is he's actually the analytic. He's the one that does the numbers and you're the creative. You're the one that goes, no, but it can be so amazing. You can do this. And I totally get it. That's exactly how he is. He's like, are you sure? Like you can do this. I'm like, yeah, totally. Like, let's do it. Let's go. And he's like, okay, but think about things. Like, what do we not know how to do? And so, you know, he helps me a lot with that. Like he, he we, we kind of went back and forth because yes, I'm the creative one and I'm, I'm the one with all the crazy ideas, but he's the one that says, okay, wait, stop for a second. Just think it through. Look at all the steps. Where's it going? So, you know, we were, we worked together to, um, to kind of open up and, he, and we worked together for um, just until this past March or this past August or a month before, sorry, July or August. Um, and then he went um, and got a different job just because of the COVID and the economic downturn. It was really hard for us to afford both of us to be here. So, hmm. so when you guys had this discussion, because this is kind of how all entrepreneurial discussions start out with, we have the the creative or the person, the creator, the person that comes up with this idea and says, but well, I want to try this. I want to do this. This is what I think. And then we have the realist or the analytical <laughs> one that goes, okay, but this is what it's going to cost. And 
Do you know how to do this? Are you certain of this? Have you tested it? So tell me a little bit about that process. When you finally decided we are going to go an all-size in, all inclusive female attire brand, what happened next? How did you make all these decisions? So we moved, once we knew that we kind of were going to go ahead with this and we had more of our ducks in a row, if you will, um, we started really looking at where our product was going to come from because that was, um, that was it's obviously important to everything we are. So we, we looked at Canadian brands. Um, that, that was kind of our first place to start because we thought, you know, how great would it be to carry Canadian brands? But um, what we discovered is, one, there aren't that many Canadian brands, unfortunately, as you would maybe think. Um, and two, a lot of the time the things were quite expensive. We weren't looking to be a store we don't want to be like a high-end boutique. We're not that kind of place. We want to be affordable because, you know, me and my husband, we don't come from wealth or anything like that. So we know it's hard sometimes for lots of people. And clothing is sometimes an expense that just gets passed by. So we didn't want to be a store that kind of was so expensive. So we started looking at different companies that worked with a whole bunch of different brands and that's kind of where we settled so our store is not brand specific we do not carry just one brand of clothing we carry all sorts of brands and most of our product comes from California you know the capital fashion place so a lot of our things come from there and we we love it because we can be as crazy as we want to be with um, the decisions that we make and be very adventurous and we can also be very accommodating to what people want you know if somebody wants something i can always see if i can find it usually i can so we and and i really love that about our store because i i want to be you know that special place that people come to not necessarily just they're passing through so it's almost like a, a personalized retail store. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> That's awesome. So what is currently your best sellers? Um, we do really well in dresses. Dresses is definitely something that, you know, does really well um, for us. We also, our workwear section does really well as well. And um, our activewear does really well. <laughs> all right. And all of this is coming from... California and when you look at that when you do the merchandising and you look at all the different products what is the the type of clothing that you would look for that you know would our Rupertite ladies want so we look for um we we take a lot of our inspiration from you know what we see people wearing in town and um what's kind of trending in the fashion world you know I look a lot at like runway shows um, to kind of draw inspiration. And then I try and find a balance between, you know, the the crazy runway looks that we have and then kind of the more like toned down uh, someone can actually wear this look. So I kind of, you know, mesh the two together to kind of come up with a style that really works for for our town. And, you know, as we expand, we would like to, you know, reach more people online with our online store as well. So um, yeah, we, we kind of work like that and try and figure those things out. So you've got a, a actual in a storefront as well and online. Yes. Yeah. Brick and mortar and online. So where is your brick and mortar store? It's inside the Rupert Square Mall, just um, across from number one fast food and next to the gym. 
So just at the bottom of the escalator. All right. And do you find that being in the mall, you're getting a lot of food traffic? Um, you know, it, it's hard to say. Um, we, we've just ever been in the mall, so I'm not really sure the traffic outside of the mall, but sometimes it's really good, sometimes it's not. Um, we did think originally that the location at the bottom of the escalator was like a really good spot. Um, but as time went on, we kind of realized that sometimes maybe you need to look at more of a location setting because we realized that because we are in such a strange kind of spot that oftentimes people divert past our location so people either just go to walmart or they just go to shoppers nobody comes down all the way to the hallway so mm -hmm. and COVID affected a lot of other people's store hours so the source isn't open as much number one isn't open as much so it makes kind of our hallway a little bit deserted sometimes what is your your opening hours that people can come by so we're open um monday to saturday 9 30 to 5 30. we're always flexible to stay open later if people are running a little bit later need some extra time we're totally fine with that um, and then sundays we're open 11 to 5 which is standard mall hours all right and how can we get a hold of you online um, you can easily check out our website, um, ariaapparels.com, or find us on Facebook, Instagram, every social media platform. We're on it. Um, just Aria Apparels. We are the, we are the place. <laughs> uh, where, where would you like to see your business with the 2030 uh, vision for Prince Rupert? You know, I, I, I love the 2030 vision that um, the, the community came up with. Um, it's, it's beautiful to see the big dreams that they have and kind of revitalizing the downtown core i think that's really important i think that will really help you know kind of elevate how we as a community look and stand stand up to other places you know i always see the disappointment in tourist faces when we're like this is the only mall enjoy and they're kind of upset about that so you know, I, i'm glad to see that there are some ambitious goals and um i would love to you know as as our brand grows and expands you know i'd like to elevate our brand and kind of be more of a more of a more, like a bigger more known brand right hmm. um and how did you find starting a business here in prince rupert how did you find the business community um the business community some people reached out some people you know didn't but i think in this town it's it's all about who you know and kind of how you are able to work with those networks and kind of get things going so um yeah <laughs> i totally understand uh what a lot of the the guests do um is collaborating with other entrepreneurs in the, in the community that way they get a lot more exposure. They're working together. It's sometimes a cost-effective way to do what they, they need to do. Is that something that you would consider? I would consider it, yeah. I've seen a lot of people in Cal Bay kind of do that. They're kind of like a whole group of people who kind of work together to like market each other's stores. And I really like that. I think that's really awesome that, that they do that. Um, I think, you know, doing something like that, maybe in the mall or like with other stores would be really great to do. Definitely. Um, so. When you started out doing this, what is your ideal kind of customer? We know it's ladies. We know it's all size and inclusive. Then 
what is that that thing that that draws the customer to you guys um i think you know being kind of different is is a big thing because everything is sometimes so like cookie cutter you know everybody carries the same stuff and everything kind of ends up looking the same so we really try to be different and kind of stand out we're we're really bold with what we choose to carry so I think in that sense that's kind of what attracts people in if you're kind of a person who who wants something different something out of the ordinary we are definitely the place for you because you'll find something you love everyone does <laughs> that's not really really cool so let's talk about the marketing uh that you said community features helped you guys with what are you finding is the best way to market here in Prince Rupert except for word of mouth um honestly Facebook is the best way to market in town I think that um, if you can get onto different Facebook pages and kind of network through the different um, groups that are in town, then you're, you're really set for marketing because um, word of mouth obviously is big. But, you know, if you can get onto those um, those groups, then your business can really stand a good chance of being having really good exposure, which is why I really want to come on this today, because this is, you know, another good point of exposure and you know, being part of the chamber and stuff like that. Oh, definitely. Um, and it, it's, a, it's a great way for networks, a great way to, to see and to get a voice out for other entrepreneurs to learn about you and to learn about the business that you do. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So tell us a little bit more, what is the, the most or the thing that you love most about your business and about being an entrepreneur? So part of the reason that me and my husband kind of decided to open our own business was that we kind of wanted, we wanted our own time. We wanted to be able to kind of, you know, set our own hours and kind of live our own life. So working for a corporation that doesn't always happen, you know, a lot of hours go in there and sometimes it doesn't feel it's fulfilled. So we, we love that we kind of have that ability because we have, we have a beautiful daughter love her to pieces she's six years old and I don't want to miss anything with her ever so for me to be able to have my own business that's really instrumental in being being there for her as much as I possibly can mm. well when you when you be when you are an entrepreneur and you choose that route you kind of jack of all trades you have to be the marketing you have to be the accountant you have to be the HR you have to be still be a mom and a wife and a sister and whatever else it is that that comes along with that but it also comes with great reward this responsibility that you you took on does come with great reward but it is a massive risk that you had to take in order to do that these risks that you guys took of course was calculated risks but how has they how have they manifested into a reward for you um so a lot of things kind of changed um with covid and stuff like that so um we we opened 11 months before that all went down that hot mess um so we kind of had to adapt because you know, when we worked with Community Futures, our emergency plan was for 12 months after we opened, which we didn't get to. Um, so we kind of had to adapt and really, you know, take on more than we had originally planned. And I think 
for new for new entrepreneurs, that's always something that I feel is really important that you should look at because I think in a world like today where everything's always changing, you need to um, kind of think about what could happen worst, absolute worst case scenario and kind of go from there. But a lot of the rewards also came from that in that we learned a lot about things that we didn't even think we needed to know. We really got um, an opportunity to see how far we can we can take things like uh, and we had to work with very little so we had to take very little and make it be a lot so you know and that in and itself although stressful exhausting and frustrating was extremely rewarding and eye-opening because it made it made me understand our business that much better and we learned how, where things was lacking um and where we could really step up for the community as a whole and you know for ourselves so i think sometimes the challenge might seem really daunting and off-putting but it can be so rewarding at the end of the day when you grow and learn so much and see that after everything you've been through you're still standing strong it's almost like it becomes another child right exactly exactly and, and the story is just i love it so much everything here the people the community i i wouldn't be anywhere else so tell us like one story where you know you've been able to make a really big impact in a customer's life because that is ultimately one of the other rewards that all entrepreneurs strive for is making an impact in someone else's life putting that smile on their face yeah that's true and you know i have i have some some customers who come here all the time who are regular shoppers and, you know, um, I have this one lady who comes in here all the time and she has just this little bundle of kids and they're all super duper cute. So she uh, um, when she shops, I usually just like hold the hold some of them or play with them or something like that so she can shop. And, you know, I, I love doing it because I know she she probably needs the time, right? She needs like five minutes to just maybe grab something to make her day a little bit better. So and I really love that because, um, you know, I'm I like to be there for the customer even though I'm the one who owns the place, you know, I still like to, to get, get in there and, you know, help them as much as I can, because I thought that for me is really rewarding in itself. But that's also a way that you really get to know the community. And after a while, when, when the customers come in, you're like, you're, you can almost say, Hey, you should move in that direction. I've got new stuff that I know you would love and give me that cutie pie to hold and play while you go shop. Is that, that, exactly. it's that, that personal touch that, like you said, not a lot of big corporate retailers have. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, I try my hardest to remember what every person bought, even though that's sometimes impossible. But I do because then I can be even more helpful. You know, mm -hmm. if, if somebody came in and they were looking for something, I can be like, oh, yeah, you were looking for that last time. We totally have something in. This is it. Look at it. It's awesome. That is brilliant. So just tell me one more time, where can we get find hold of you guys? So we are in the Rupert Square Mall um, at the bottom of the escalator and you can come come on down anytime. We're always open and or you can shop online. We do do in-store pickup if you want to order online and just pick it up in the store. Totally can do that or you can have it delivered um, anywhere in Canada, anywhere in the U.S. <laughs> we are open. Um, yeah. And what is one thing that you would really like to leave other entrepreneurs with to inspire them 
with their brands and their businesses that they're starting out? Um, you know, I think a really important thing to know is that as an entrepreneur, you're going to face a lot of challenges, but you can always find somebody who will help you always, no matter where you are, what you're doing, there is help out there. You just got to look for it. And also, um, don't let people bully you into buying things you don't need. Your business can survive on very little. Trust me, I know from experience. Um, there are lots of things out there that are free. Take advantage of all of them. Um, and there's a lot of things that can save you a lot of time. So, you know, explore different things, go down every avenue, you know, find what works for you personally, because at the end of the day, that that's what's going to drive your business. And that's what's going to make you be super successful. You know, it's finding that what works for you personally and really working with um, other people and connecting with people. That's also really important. That is valuable pieces of advice. I hope everyone listened, meaning support is really, really important. Make sure that you audit all the systems that you use. You don't have to pay for everything. And that the community is the part where you start your business up. That's where you build the trust. That's where you build recognition. That's where you, you build rapport with everyone. <clears throat> so thank you so much. Um, this is Aria Apparels. And my name is Daphne Thompson from the Chambers. Thank you so much for watching today and being part of Let's Get Down to Business. Thank you. Okay, cool. Awesome. Thank you so much. How was that? That was, uh, it was a little stressful, but I, I hope I answered everything. <laughs> At least have fun. Yeah, it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. All right. Awesome. That's great. Um, that's really cool because what I love about this is I get to know the business owners that that are usually hidden, like that we don't always get to know. So thank you so much for for coming on. It was really, really nice to meet you. Thank you for having me. You know, um, we, we don't get that much exposure because it's hard for us to kind of network with everybody in the town. Um, but yeah, this was really great. Thank you for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. There's one more other opportunity that I'd like to chat to you about. Sure. Are you guys members? No, we are not. Do you want to be a member? I would like to be, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we would honestly, we would love to have you guys members. I don't know if you've seen that we are solidly doing a, a very big drive for small business owners. Um, we are, we, that's our focus. We want to give you as much exposure. We want to give you as much opportunities. We want to, we really want to support the small guys as much as we can. That's our drive. Um, and we can only do more of that if if we have more members. So would it be okay if we share um, the link to our membership with you? Sure, that'd be great. Yeah. All right, awesome. Now, the next opportunity that I want to chat to you about is on the 29th of September, we have a, a independently owned business showcase. So... All the businesses are coming out. It's a, often, a late afternoon evening event. So it's from four o'clock till about nine o'clock or eight o'clock. Um, the first part is networking, where you get to network with the rest of the, the expo or the, the people that are there. All of them are independent business owners. We're hoping to have Pacific Can there as well as um, <clears throat> our MLL. 
which both have different grants okay and different programs that could help small businesses this is what they are here for is to drive the economic development of our small businesses <clears throat> okay. so i would really love for you to actually attend and to be there one, it will be beneficial for you to network with everyone else and two, to get the information about different grants and programs for small to medium businesses. And then um, it's how we are trying to get more exposure out for our businesses. How the event will go, it is, they, it is engagement based. So we really want anyone that comes and attends this showcase needs to go past each and every person and they need to engage with the person. Um, so you can have a booth, you can sell, you can just network if you want, but I'd really love you to be part of the event on the 29th. Um, <clears throat> you can just say for everyone, you're going to close earlier at the mall, but you will be at the Highlander then. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I, I had registered for that, but I, I wasn't sure like what I should bring or what to do because I've never been to a trade show before. So do oh, you have any... <laughs> do whatever you want you can be as creative as possible um okay. i would personally think about who is my my mo the customer base that's that buys from me the most their sizes i'll probably bring their sizes specifically to the expo i'll probably have a little bit of a a, a sale or a um, kind of kind of special that you can promote to okay. hey oh yeah um this is uh you get 10 percent discounts on there or um, if you want to do a loyalty card, buy so many items and you get the top for free or okay. anything um, that you can have to incentivize people to rather come to the expo instead of going to the store directly so that you can also have personal contact, which I know you do, but it'll be a smaller environment. Yeah, no, for sure. More okay. intimately. Um, you can bring your own tables, bring your own whatever, how you want to set it up. And then, yeah. Okay, awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank and, you so much. Yeah, if you've got anything else, please feel free to reach out. Um, okay. We are we really want to hear from you guys. You got any ideas of how we can improve, go for it. If you want to step it up a little bit and become a director, we are looking for female directors. <laughs> um, but yeah. I'll have to think about that. I, I would love to be a director, but I'm really busy right now. <laughs> I totally get it. I'm just, I'm just fishing. Someone will get it. <laughs> it was really nice to meet you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. All right. Bye. <laughs>